up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another special edition of the Two Buck Sports Podcast, coming at you twice in the same week. Uncle Buck, seeing your ugly mug again. Here we are talking about sports. Welcome back to the podcast, sir. Hey, uh, glad to be here, although I'm not thrilled with the ugly mug comment, but <laughs> I'll let it slide this time. Um, it's nice to be here. Uh, it's a special edition podcast, which means it is special which means it is an extra podcast. We do not call our standard uh, Wednesday night recordings of the podcast special editions because I hope that you expect that from us. You expect a great episode once a week. This is a special edition, so you get a second great episode. And in this episode, like we teased in our normal Wednesday edition of the podcast, we are diving into an NCAA tournament bracket, and not just any NCAA tournament bracket. In this NCAA tournament bracket, we will decide the winners based on head-to-head matchups, a battle to the death between the mascots. And uh, so I'm really excited to get into this. Uh, Rusty, are you excited? Absolutely. This is a great way to determine a broad, uh, broadcast, to determine a winner of the NCAA tournament. It is strictly based on subjective opinion. No real objectiveness about the basketball team, about their RPIs, about their win-loss, about their rebounding. None of that. This is strictly who we think would win in a street fight between the mascots. I'm here for Let me tell you, um, first off, if you haven't – well, I guess at the time you're hearing this, we're going to release this on Friday as a special edition to get you even more excited about the March Madness tournament for the NCAA Basketball Championship. Um if you're hearing this and you haven't filled out a bracket for our bracket league, I'm sorry, but I don't think you're going to be able to. Um, let me tell you a little secret about these special edition brackets. You know, everybody fills out a bracket. A million bazillion people fill out a million bazillion brackets every year. And uh, every year I fill out a bracket in which I determine the winners based on my favorite mascot or which mascot uh, wins in a fight. And let me tell you that more times than not, these silly brackets that I do do better than my actual brackets, which just goes to show you nobody knows how to pick this. And what nope. March Madness is great. And you know my thoughts on it if you're a longtime listener of the podcast. March Madness is great because of the upsets and the silliness of it, not because of the quality of basketball. When it gets down to nut crunching time, you know who you, you want to watch good basketball, not silly basketball. But March Madness is great because of silly basketball. So enjoy this first weekend Yep. because we will. And with that being said, Rusty, we're going to start at the, at the top of the bracket. Uh, that's the way it gives it to us in the ESPN app in which we use for our tournament challenge. Um, it starts with the South region. We're going to pick the South region all the way down to the final four, and then we'll move on. Uh, to the East region and and then on from there. So Rusty, uh, with the first matchup, the number one overall seed, your former favorite team in the world, <laughs> the Crimson Tide of Alabama, mm-hmm. faced the Texas A&M Corpus Christi Islanders. Islanders. What okay. a great first. Wait, this is great. This yeah. is great. We get the Islanders versus the Tide. A tsunami, <laughs> if you will. We've all seen the movie 2020, what was that, or San Andreas. We've no, seen the movie uh, 2021 uh, or 2012. I keep saying, uh, day after tomorrow, 
day after uh, tomorrow. I wanted to say if tomorrow never comes, as if this is a Garth Brooks. <laughs> Shout out Garth Brooks. <laughs> and I hope this is not too soon, but we saw what happened with the tsunami over in uh, the Far East countries a couple years ago, the Philippines, and it wiped out like that whole like seaside village. Here's the thing. Man has no chance against the force of nature. A crimson tide wipes out a group of islanders. What are you going to do? You're going to build some walls to stop it? You're going to build a levee? Like, you ain't got time to do that. In my humble opinion, Crimson Tide absolutely just decimates the islanders in quick fashion. Well, let me just tell you this, Rusty. Uh, Let me tell you this, listeners, first. Me and Rusty, this is a joint podcast draft, so we're going to fight over a lot of these things. Um, What I can tell you, one, is you're just letting your – childhood homerism come out Get out of here because let me tell you what you keep this is the crimson tide this isn't the crimson tsunami okay but what i can tell you is never if you want to say that the crimson tide is a tsunami a tsunami has never killed every single islander they're still left standing after the waters recede and back into the ocean where they belong so um i have I do think I feel passionately that the Islander will outlast the tide because this isn't the volcanoes of Pompeo where it killed everybody. A tsunami has never wiped out all living civilization on an island. They, the men and women who survive, which there always is people that survive rebuild and the tide goes back to where they belong. But listen, man, I you don't live on the coast. I live on the coast where there's a king tide once a month because there's the high tide and the moon brings it in. And you bring that tide up, man, and Garden City always floods. Merle's Inlet always floods. And it's a repetitive thing. It's not just like a, a one and done. That tide comes in and it washes away your home, your live, your livestock, your, your food, your different things that keep you sustained on an island. And over time, that keeps wearing them out. And the islanders got two choices. They can build on higher ground or they can leave. And Mother Nature ain't going anywhere. Well, let me tell you this, Rusty. Uh, it's not the Texas A&M houses. It's the <laughs> Texas A&M Islanders, which are the people that live on the island. Do those high tides once a month ever kill everybody on land? You make a solid point there. Okay. I can see That's this one. That, that. And let me just say, I'm going to vote this, and Rusty, Rusty can argue with me if he wants to. For the sake of this being fun, if we can't come to an agreement on something, we're just going to put in the lower seat, okay? Or we can rock, paper, scissors live for it. Okay. So is this uh, – are you conceding or are we rock, paper, scissoring? Uh, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> All right, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, oh, go. Are we doing best – we're doing two out of three. We're just doing one, no, right? we're just doing one. We're just doing All one. Right. This, is, this is too big of a draft. We're going on shoot, okay? Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, I win. Okay. Scissors so beat paper. <laughs> the ah. Islanders beat the tide, which every reasonable folk would would uh, concur. In what may be the most lopsided of matchups, we've got the 8-9 matchup between the Terrapins of Maryland versus a Mountaineer in West Virginia. <laughs> uh, I think Mountaineer may be a sleeper, Rusty. Mountaineer's going to be tough. In the words, uh, I think Mike Leach would appreciate this. A Mountaineer with a rifle is going to be a problem for a lot of people. Yeah, get high ground. You can blast a turtle for sure. Listen. So we're going to go with the uh, the upset, the 8-9 the upset with West Virginia Mountaineers over the Turtles of Maryland. Mountaineers are always free, and they're free from any Terrapin harassment. That's for sure. <laughs> 
All right, Rusty, uh, with our next matchup, I'm going to need a little bit of help. Yep. Uh, we've got the Aztecs of San Diego State. Uh, San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> versus the College of Charleston. Cougars from Cougars. my neighborhood. This is an intriguing matchup because this is an, a matchup as old as time. Aztecs from way back in the eons before us here in 2023 have been fighting Cougars for a long time. Do you <laughs> know any, more than ever? <laughs> do you know any Aztecs that are still around? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I think you have to take the Aztec in their prime. I mean, how many Mountaineers are there now? You know, but when I see a Mountaineer in my head, I'm thinking Hatfields versus McCoy. I'm thinking yeah. Davy Crockett. I'm not thinking uh, a guy that lives in the backwoods of West Virginia. No, I mean, that's fair. That's <laughs> you know? fair. I think so it's- let's take them as they are. So we've got a Cougar in its element versus an Aztec. Who is from- an apex. Like, they're two apex predators, but one of these are at the top of the food chain for a reason. I'm taking the Aztec. I think with a bow, I think he can he can defeat a Cougar. All right, well, let me before before I let you lock that in. We need some ground rules that we're just going to figure out as we go. Okay. Sure. Why not? Aztec. The Aztec mm-hmm. people are plural. Mm-hmm. But for a mountaineer, I'm thinking you got one mountaineer. Sure. Do you just get your. Do you submit your tribute as an Aztec tribe to take on? The cougar, or do you think, get the tribe? No, that I think everything it does, and I think that it's based on the school's preference for plurality, if that's even a word, because this the West Virginia Mount West Virginia Mountain Ears is the San Diego State Aztecs, so okay. it's multiple. Quick trivia question: There's only three 13. or four, thirteen non-plural. Mm-hmm. There's 13, and I, I can name them, but we ain't got okay. time for that on this podcast. But there yeah. are 13. It's a great trivia question. Yeah. So, and if that's the case, uh, do you get all of the lions? That's my argument. I think you have to go single because if uh, if Creighton is going to get all of the Blue Jays, you know, <laughs> like if uh, <laughs> if uh, Missouri is going to get all the Tigers, you know. I think it's plural for a reason. I think we said it a cow, like maybe five on five, like a basketball game would be anyway. Well, if that's the case, just give me one on one. It's one on one. I think that's how it needs to be. One Aztec, one Cougar. I still like an Aztec's chance, man. What did Aztecs fight with? Like stones? They had a war club. They had a bow. They had a a bow and arrow. They had like, they'd have a club with a stone head on the end of a wooden shaft. They just mash this Cougar in the head with it. All right, for the sake of not playing rock, paper, scissors over and over, I'll go with the Aztecs with you. Um, although, one Aztec versus one Cougar, and, and I'm unsure. It's, it's a scrap. All right, so uh, in the next matchup, we've got the 4-13 matchup. I'm going to need your help again. We've got a Virginia Cavalier versus a Furman Coat? Nope. <laughs> Another s- South Carolina school here. Uh, it is the Paladins. P A L A D I N S. It's some type right, of. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not googling that. So who wins between a Cavalier and a Paladin? I'm pretty sure it's like a priest or a monk, and so he's probably nonviolent. And the Cavalier is just gonna swoop in and make light work of him. 
I'll be honest with you, Rusty. I'm not real sure what a cavalier is. I know what a cavalier <laughs> attitude is, and that's a rebel kind of somebody who doesn't care about consequences. So yep. I'll go with Virginia mainly because they're fighting a man of the cloth, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they turn the other cheek. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. We know yep. those men of the cloth like to turn the other cheek. Yep. Okay. Now this one's tricky, and it tests. Yeah, uh, it's the only exception to my one v one rule. Which okay, we made is the rule. That's the rule. No, but just hear me out. Hear the matchup first. We've got the Creighton Blue Jays. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we don't just have a wolf no. from North Carolina. We have a wolf pack. That that's, is different. That is that, in the name. That's why so this if is you my have super. a pack of wolves. Yes. One that's, one pack of wolves, but mm-hmm. that's multiple wolves. That's why this is a sleeper for me because the wolf pack is going to be a problem. Um, particularly against, I mean, this is a this is a, a softball, right? We got we decided it's one blue jay versus a wolf pack. I mean, that's yeah, a, like, that's it's a layup. But I just yeah. wanted to be sure that yeah. we were on the same page here. That this is this is different than the tigers. This right. is a pack of wolves. They specifically chose a wolf pack for this very draft on this night in 2023 all right so let just for future future competition in your mind when i say wolf pack how many wolves is that i said 20 20 wow i don't know i'll go with it sounds good i was gonna say what was your your first number that came to your mind seven (laughs) okay we'll meet in the middle and call it 14 14 that's going forward that's That's a problem Ooh, that's a real problem. We may have just found the winner there. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the next matchup, we have the Baylor Bears versus the University of California Santa Barbara Zoros. Based Gauchos. on Gauchos. Another another matchup as old as time. Old timey Cowboys against a bear in the woods. I'll be honest with you. I thought a gaucho was those pants those girls used to wear when I was in high school that hugged they're the like, hips and flared the legs. They're a Mexican cowboy <laughs> is what they are. A gaucho, okay, versus a bear. A Mexican cowboy versus a bear. I mean. We've all seen The Revenant, right? Yeah, that movie sucked. What? I like that movie. Listen, that movie was long and boring. It's a the, it's a perfect film to win a lot of Oscars. I Because all it. those movies are long and boring and, and cinematic. I'm just going to sit here and tell you, like, Joe Rogan posted a video on Instagram this week of a bear being afraid of lightning that was an absolute unit. And any human being that thinks they can fight a bear is wrong. Uh, But I'm assuming this this uh, gaucho is on horseback with a musket. That's what I picture in my head. I don't know, man. This is a bear. It's a freaking bear. But you're not worrying about. A cowboy is on a is on horseback. Do so we, can, can a horse outrun a bear? Sure? Is he for sure on a horse? Well, you said a cowboy. Are cowboys not always on horses? I mean, I guess. Do you think that that Hispanic cowboys somehow don't? Do you think they're riding donkeys or something? I mean, I don't know. They could be a foot. The uh, Google gauchos, and the first thing is a fella standing there wearing a blanket. <laughs> it's a skilled horseman, reputed reputed to be brave and unruly. So it sounds like a cavalier will concede that he's on a horse, and that does change things a little bit. All right. So can we agree that a gaucho, a horseback with a firearm of such, will beat one bear? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, another wolf pack. We've got the Missouri Tigers. 
versus Utah State. Now, Wolfpack, that's Nevada. The Utah State oh, is, yeah. shout out to our alma mater, the Aggies. That's right. That's right. Sorry. They're both blue and white and live yeah. out on the West no, Coast and fair. don't really compete for anything. Anything uh, west of Mississippi is irrelevant anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Sorry to our listeners Tigers, in Seattle. <laughs> Tigers versus the Aggies. And I love the co- the high school that I went to. Um, don't like the colors. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. mind the Aggies. Aggies, I feel like, fit Kossuth very well. However, a um, a pasture creature will never defeat a tiger. You and I both grew up around cows. We know how dumb, lethargic they can be. A tiger wins that <laughs> 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> the only difference in an Aggie... Oh, first off, let's set the record straight here. Mm-hmm. The mascot for the Texas A&M Aggies and the Utah State Aggies is a longhorn bull. Right. What an Aggie is, is a man who works in agriculture. <laughs> that is not, an Aggie is not a cow with long horns. That's Don't fair. get it mixed up. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, Texas a sorry, I apologize. Their mascot is not a cow with long horns. It's Lassie. Right, it's a okay. which even so, works, man. Like, which, I mean, good Lord, Texas A&M, you're coming because last <laughs> not winning anything. Um, so, so we have a distinction to make here. Hmm. Uh, just like Ole Miss, who always gets their jokes made on their lack of consistency Rebel, with on-field Rebel mascots, mm-hmm. do you go by the nickname or by the on-field mascot? Because the nickname is a man who works in agriculture, but the I, mascot is an Aggie I think or we go a by the Longhorn Bull. We go by what the mascot, what the name is. The fluffy did. guy on the sidelines. That's it. And that he stands even less of a chance against a tiger yeah, than a big cow. You're right. You're right. Because any redneck with a gun can, you know, have a better shot of beating a tiger than a. Okay. So um, we're going Tigers then over mm-hmm. the over the Aggie. Yeah, okay. I think so. Uh, this one's kind of an even match. Uh, mm-hmm. We have two. Uh, Large cats cats fighting each other in the Arizona Wildcats versus a wildcat from Princeton, the Tiger. So I think when we look at a wild, when I think of a wildcat, I think of a bobcat, like a murder kitten or a lynx, like a smaller than a bigger tiger. Right. I agree with you. And sometimes, this is one that I'm going to kind of defend. Sometimes size isn't always important in a fight. Sometimes, Drew, you know this, the small package, scrappy. (laughs) <laughs> in a fight scrappy small murder kittens are lethal and it's just like in a boxing match right like the guy with the reach can win if you can keep him at long distance but if that smaller fighter gets into the interior they can wreck a larger fighter and i would give the wildcat a fighter's ch- a puncher's chance but over a tiger no <laughs> okay that's that's where i'm at and that sets us up for a predicament but we have to just fight the we battles have to, we have that, right now that's it right now we're, we're we're on this hill and i yeah. concede that a tiger would probably beat a wildcat yeah uh well, that sets up a rather weird battle in a minute but we'll get there okay we'll get there. so um we're at the round of 32 congratulations mm-hmm. to these uh eight teams they have made it to the round of 32 mm-hmm. um in the first round, we have the Mountaineers of West Virginia facing an Islander from Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So when I think Islander, I think real primitive. I think they probably got some sticks, maybe a spear. I don't know um, that they – huh? 
My image is totally different than I'm thinking I like Samoan. a person or a group of people living on an island. So I'm thinking like I'm thinking like Call a Samoan. Hilton Head or oh or Long Island I'm or Hawaii. Giving them, I'm giving them a warrior. Like we're going like a Samoan. Like they're doing their their little haka that like the New Zealand all New Zealand all blacks do. Like he's getting ready for the fight, and the Mountaineers over there loading his flint. Like go ahead, big fella. I'll wait. <laughs> What is a New York Islander? You know, take it to hockey terms. They're an they're Islanders, but I imagine they're from like Long Island. They're That's the Long what they're commemorating. Long Island. Commemorating. Uh, I think I'll go with West Virginia on that one. Do we agree? Yeah, Mountaineer man. All right. In a battle for the ages, we have a Cavalier, not from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Sorry, LeBron, and we have an Aztec, <laughs> who the Aztecs, which we all know. Rain from Southern California, yeah. <laughs> in San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> so uh, Az- Aztecs versus Cavaliers. Um, can you do a quick Google search? This is what we're going to base it off on. Just type in Cavalier and see what pops up, or what is a Cavalier, and fill the dead space in the air while you do. <laughs> so what I looked up is a Cavalier, and it pulls up a French. René Robert Cavalier de la Salle, who lived from 1670 to 1687. So we can think of like a French royal. Like a uh, conquistador or no, like a. Like a French conqueror because conquistador was Spanish, but like a. Oh, that's right. He's got. Like somebody who, who ventured over long seas to conquer new lands. This guy was a 17th century French explorer and fur trader in North America. So probably a fairly scrappy guy. Okay. So let me get to the point here. So, this happened in history with um, Jason a, Momoa. No, no. What's the uh, the legendary story of, I believe it was the Spanish uh, Cortez, maybe, mm-hmm. who uh, burned the ships mm-hmm. so they wouldn't retreat? Was mm-hmm. that against the Aztecs or Mayans or Incas? It would have been. So, that was a, yeah. that was a Spanish conquistador. Different than, I guess. I mean, depends yeah. on what you're trying to go with the Cavalier here. But, but, but yes. that's what it is. That's what he was. He's it's a conqueror. What, Yes. Yeah, is a somebody who who travels the seas to take over new lands. So going, this happened in history, and he burned the boats. Yeah, and, and defeated the uh, natives in Southern America. I don't know if we can talk about this, but you're right. That's how the West in America was settled. <laughs> I mean, it's no lie, and I've never been one to say that any that the people who settled America did not do just heinous things. You mean like uh, genocide? <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah. But we have seen this in history, and, <laughs> and we know how Ameri- it ended. And the Americans weren't the only ones that did that in history, but well, that's a, that's for another podcast. Give me the Cavaliers yeah. because they clearly won in history. We're going Cavaliers here, right? <laughs> Man, I hope people listen to this. That was <laughs> that that was a history lesson <laughs> yeah, we, with we very got... vague details that only I could come up with off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we've got our Wolf Pack here. You know, Wolf Pack. Uh, yeah. And they take on the Gauchos from UC Santa Barbara, a.k.a. So Mexico. We have one Gaucho against, we decided, 14 Wolves. Yeah, that's that's over. Even with a six-shooter, that's all, that still leaves eight Wolves. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, that's a six-shooter with good aim. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That still leaves eight Wolves. <laughs> and let's be honest, the 
I don't know that they had six shooters back in the day. No, I think we found a dark horse in this wolf pack. Yeah, we may have set the guidelines a little too uh, lax for them, but we set the guidelines. We're going when to- I looked at this, I thought NC State's going to be a problem, and it is yeah. turning out to be that. All right, now this is the problem I was referring to in the first round. We've set ourselves up for a sure. Tigers versus Tigers matchup. Princeton S-E-C. versus Missouri. S-E-C. SEC. <laughs> I mean, do we pick what team would actually win, or are we rock paper scissors? <laughs> rock paper scissors. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, since you love the SEC, uh, I'll <laughs> let Missouri. you have Missouri, and I'll take Princeton. You okay. get the smart kids. I get the athletes. Ready? Yeah. All right. On shoot. Okay. Yep. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Nah, I win again. Ah, <laughs> Princeton. Smart kid. There's such it's so weird doing rock paper scissors on Skype because yeah. you're delayed and so yeah. I'm like oh he's changing his answer based on what <laughs> I do. <laughs> saying as soon as I throw it you got it so it's there yeah. for our listeners that are just listening on a podcast <laughs> you may want to watch this one on YouTube because it's pretty good yeah. to look at. Yeah. So uh, sweet six sweet sixteen matchup between the Mountaineers of West Virginia oh and Virginia <gasps> local flavor. Mm. Um. I kind of just want to pick this one for our good buddy, uh, Keith. Mm. Absolutely. Love, buddy. That's that's the right answer. Absolutely. Uh, our, our good friend, Keith, who uh, who defeated, passed away last he year. He defeated cancer, but passed yeah. away uh, at the end of last year. And um, good friend of both of ours. Big West Virginia fan. Got a ton of family in Morgantown. So, Keith, this one's for you, buddy. Uh, bottoms up for Keith. Mountaineers, baby. Take me home, yeah. country roads. I don't, yeah, I don't know what West Virginia fans say to each other, but I don't know. Take me home, country road. Mountaineers are always free. Or hey, I thought you were my cousin anyway. <laughs> Keith did not do that. No, <laughs> he had has a beautiful wife who yeah. I hope and I would say confidently, not cousins. But they were not related. But the vast majority of West Virginians would say, I thought we was cousins. But anyway. I thought we we was cousins. (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, In the the last Sweet 16 matchup, we have the Wolfpack of NC State versus the Princeton Tigers. So we have a Tiger against 14 Wolves. Yeah. We messed up on that. I'll nah, take the man, this, this is fine. It's a wolf pack. <laughs> so, it's a pack. Yeah. I just don't want it to be anticlimactic for our. We're going to have listeners. some. The, the, listen, the wolf pack will have some trouble with some of these other ones. I guarantee it. Okay. Well, like a, uh, oh, there's a blue devil out there. There are things that are going to be otherworldly that might give a wolf pack some trouble. But anyway. Sidebar who would win between a blue devil and a sun devil? The sun, I guess, because they're like a blind Ooh. blue. I don't know. I could tell you who would lose <laughs> humanity. <laughs> Humanity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To get to the final four of the South region, we have the Mountaineers of West Virginia versus the Wolfpack of NC State, an ACC matchup. Actually, no. West Virginia's in the Big 12. Big now. 12, yeah. yeah. So, I, again, be an I, ACC matchup. But it should be, but, I you digress. know, logistics. But, I, I mean, I think the Wolfpack is going to be our clear, clear winner out of the South here. I agree with you. All right. So, uh, our final four represented from the South region is the NC State Wolfpack. Let's go back to the round of 64, and we'll move down to the East region. In the East region, Rusty, I'm going to need your help because we have in the 116 matchup a Boilermaker from Purdue, which uh, is either a guy that works on a train or a mixed drink, or 
uh, fairly Dickinson, which may be a poet from uh, the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. <laughs> or what else could it be, Rusty? What are the fairly Dickinson mascots? I don't know. I have <laughs> you can see the look in Rusty's eyes. No right idea. Now. He is he is hit. He is broken Google. All right, so uh, the, the Fairleigh Dickinson Knights. Knights, okay. Um, I had to look. Sorry, guys. I was a little bit delayed. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> That's actually an intriguing matchup because, like, a Boilermaker, we'll, we'll, we'll say he works on trains because that's what their mascot is. He's a train mechanic. So he's got a pipe wrench. Wait, I thought a Boilermaker was somebody who – uh, worked on a train or something. That's what I just said. Is there an echo in here? Like, but not a mechanic, but like a guy that shovel shovels oil or something. <laughs> he's shoveling or, or shovels coal. 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 All right, so um, according right, so to he's the, got a shovel. So he got a shovel. According to the Google, a boiler maker installs and maintains boiler systems. So a mechanic. They also assemble, install, maintain, and repair boilers, closed vats, and other large vessels. So, so yeah, I'm he no chance. A guy with a big old pipe wrench against a knight, a knight with a sword. All right, to to put this in terms that probably would make it a little bit more imaginable for people, I am picturing a oil rigger, a man that works on an oil rig. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Versus uh, a knight, you know, uh, what was the guy's name? Oh, shoot, from a knight's tale. Keith Sir, is the actor. No, not Heath Ledger. Uh, oh, wait, a Knight's Tale. Uh, uh, um, to Richard Gere. <laughs> no. William Thatcher was the character. Yeah. But he changed his name to uh, uh, yeah. Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Mix a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Ulrich von... You know, when he was pretending to be a knight, they changed That's his right. name to Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein. That's right. So that is who this guy is facing. And I'm going to give it to the guy who I picture, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think a knight in its most dangerous sense is a person that... Uh, a knight that is on horseback with a jousting stick. A jousting stick. That's a what lance. you, because like I can also picture not like in the full metal oh, armor standing yeah. on the battlefield with a sword and a shield. So which one is more dangerous? That's the one we're going to go with. I'm going to say you're right. I'm going to say the full with a helmet, yeah. with a shield and a sword. That's the knight that we probably need to go with. Either way, he wipes the floor with a bowler maker. You're right, but I'm setting the stage for later. Sure, for future matchups. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um. In our next matchup, an 8-9 matchup that's going to face the Knights of Fairleigh Dickinson, we have the Tigers of Orange Mound. Two fingers round, three fingers down. The Tigers of Memphis, Tennessee, versus the Owls of Florida Atlantic. Mm. And let me tell you something. Don't sleep on them Owls. <laughs> I'm being serious. So, um... How big is an owl? <laughs> Not as big as a tiger. <laughs> and uh, to quote, I believe it was it was Project Pack. Maybe it was Master P. Now I'm thinking about it. He had a song called Hootie Hoo, and that makes me think about an owl. But even if it was by a Memphis rapper, a little two and a half, three pound barn owl does not stand a chance against a full grown tiger. 
All right. So even look, what's the biggest owl? Um, that would be uh, a night owl. <laughs> <laughs> the great horned owl in North America uh, is the largest owl in the world. Oh no, excuse me, a black. Kinston fish owl stands at six feet wingspan. Oh, that thing looks lethal. All right. So let me just Google. So this owl, if you Google Florida Atlantic owls, this is not a dangerous owl. No, it's a barn this owl. This is going to be your, uh, you know, they're they're eating mice. Okay. Your traditional barn owl. And this is the a best conversation. Thing- the most dangerous thing this owl could do to a tiger is pluck its eyes out. And then blindly a tiger could finish it off. Yeah. It's a so, tiger. Are we agreeing? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Um, in our next matchup, we have the Duke blue devils previously mentioned, uh, very dangerous, very dangerous fellow, mm-hmm. uh, versus the oral Roberts. Eagles. Eagles. Okay. Now an Eagle would beat an owl. But would an eagle beat a blue devil? No. Now, let me be honest. If you just look at the mascot on the field, that blue devil even looks mean as a mascot. Yeah, he looks like he'd be a problem. He's got a pitchfork or whatever. If he's got, like, sorcery powers, I don't know. But I think a blue devil is going to be a problem in the East region. And I don't know that an eagle – I mean, man has tamed eagles to hunt for them. So I feel like a blue devil could control an eagle pretty well. Well, we have another problem – in in the next matchup, we have another group that we can't deny. We cannot send a single tribute. However, one team can. Mm. We have a volunteer from mm. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. One person who one. volunteers as tribute. Well, the versus the, this is the most one-sided, lopsided fight of all time. We have somebody who volunteers as tribute from Knoxville, Tennessee, versus... The Raging Cajuns. A mad Louisiana. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That Cajun Navy will kill them. <laughs> Absolutely. This isn't even close. You got a pissed off or, excuse me, a ticked off Cajun in there whooping tail. Give me a mad Louisianian all day. I picture, since we did 14 in the Wolfpack, I picture 14 Ed Odoron <laughs> ripping, ripping <laughs> their shirts off. <laughs> chugging. Chugging lukewarm beer and just going to town. They pounded pounded Natty Light, they ripped their shirt off, and then they just pummeled this one volunteer. And it only makes makes matters worse that this volunteer is from Tennessee. You know, they're going to take out their aggression even more. Yeah, absolutely. Give me the raging cages. They're going to be a problem in the East. (laughs) All right, we've got another man of the cloth in the next matchup. We have the Friars. From Providence versus the Wildcats of Kentucky. No brainer. Do we need to spend time on it? Nope. Okay. I'm going to need your help on this next one. We have another Wildcat of Kansas State, the Kansas breed of Wildcat versus the Montana State. Bobcats. Bobcats. <laughs> Bobcat. Wildcat versus Bobcat. We set ourselves up for this one last time. We did. We, I pictured a, a Bobcat as a Wildcat. Yeah. Earlier. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors? scissors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Man, you're three. 0 for 3. We didn't even decide who was who. I know. That's <laughs> so you pick. Uh, 
Lower seed. Lower seed. Montana State wins. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now this. Ooh. Ooh. Matchup for the ages. History. 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 We, we have a Spartan from Greece this, <laughs> versus this a Sparta. Trojan horse of South Car- Southern California. I mean, you can't script a better matchup. So for those it's of you keeping like up with it, us. It's almost like it actually happened. Way back in the BC era, Drew, I'm gonna say it was about 300 BC. I don't really know. The Greeks were spitballing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That, I don't know that you're within a thousand years, but I can't correct you. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> we're ballparking this thing. The Greeks were fighting the the, the famous Troy uh, Trojans. Trojans and couldn't in, couldn't invade their city, and so they first offered time, a first time, hold on, hold on. The Troy Trojans are in South Alabama. Yes. The, this Tro- is just- the people of Troy used a Trojan horse. No, it was the other way around. The Greeks used a Trojan horse to defeat the Troyanians. I'll look it up. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the Troy Indians in Greece? No, Troyanians. <laughs> it's all one word. The Trojan horse was a wooden horse said to have been used by the Greeks during the Trojan War to enter the city of Troy and win the war. So I think... So who we have won? an obvious winner the, here. Who had the who had the Trojan horse? The Greeks or the Spartans? Well, the Greeks. Oh the, my goodness, we have we have entered a parallel universe. So you're telling me in this matchup that the Michigan State Spartans rode in on a Trojan horse to defeat the Troy? Basically, what happened is you and I pulled Troy out of left field into this fight when they had no business. Troy has nothing to do with this. <laughs> no, we just. So the Michigan State Spartans rode in on a Trojan horse. Yep, rode inside a Trojan horse, and once they were delivered inside the city of Troy, they popped out and they just cleaned them out. So who did they beat? Troy. <laughs> you just told me that Troy was irrelevant. <laughs> well, they are because we're talking about the Trojans, which were Roman soldiers, I think. Like what are Trojans? What even is a Trojan? Like I'm like, what even is like, that makes sense? PG. So Tro- Trojan or Trojans may refer to of or for from the ancient city of Troy. So the Spartans okay. defeated the Trojans. I I stand corrected. Okay, so they built a horse that was accustomed to the people of Troy. Yep. So that's why they let it in. Yep. So the Spartans win. Spartans win. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Moving right along. All right. Uh, this is two mascots. I'm not 100% sure I know what it is. Although I think, is it the Marquette Golden Eagles? Hang on. Uh, yes. Drafted. Nice job. And Golden hey, Eagles. who who lost this year to your Mississippi State Bulldogs early in the season? Well, hey, they rebounded because they're the two seed. What did y'all do? <laughs> we watched the couch. Same thing Ole Miss is doing. Yeah. Uh, you didn't go one and out. You didn't make the tournament. You just flew to Dayton and drove back home. Uh, <laughs> all right. Versus the Vermont Anteaters. Catamounts. Cat. All right. Google. Next. Oh, my <laughs> I think it's a cat. I think it's a type of cat. <laughs> it's a person that rides a cat into army, into war. What is – how – yeah, it's a it's a cougar, a wild animal in the family f- <laughs> feline, especially the cougar or puma. Okay, so well, we'll just save that for later. Would a puma beat a golden eagle? How big are we talking? That, talk- that one's not uh, kind of leaning towards the uh, 
the eagle. The beast from the air. Yeah. They got a they got a a, a mechanical advantage. Yeah, I mean it's the advantage that the owl has, but I don't know that it's as big of an advantage against the tiger. You know, especially have you seen some of those videos that from Mongolia where people hunt with these big golden <laughs> eagles? No. They train them to hunt deer and cougars. So I'm just saying, your point stands. Give me the golden eagle, man. Okay. Well, I like my point standing, so we'll move on. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have the Knights of Fairleigh Dickinson mm-hmm. in all of its armor and sword and shield versus the Tiger of Memphis. Ooh, that that. Uh, this depends on the quality of knight, and we're assuming uh, Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Uh, he was a good knight. He earned his knighthood yeah. at the end, even yeah. though he was a, an imposter. Uh, he won all the challenges, mm-hmm. and if a, I would take the best knight versus a tiger, because if you're if you're you're good with a sword, mm-hmm. you deflect into the heart with the knife, with the sword, and it's over. Especially because we're in chain mail, like you talked about with our zombie apocalypse a couple weeks ago. We've got a shield, we've got a sword, and we got metal armor. If we're going full full regalia here, and um, uh, uh, we're talking elite level fighters, right? We're talking elite mountaineers. We're talking elite volunteers. We're talking elite Aztecs. An elite knight defeats a tiger. I agree with you, Rusty. I think that uh, a knight, uh, the best knight, one worth its salt with all of its armor, would conquer a tiger. Yep. If, you know, we're not taking a run of the mill we're not taking a run of the mill night the the b team night right the Ole miss basketball version of a night no right. that team would never make the tournament nope. so uh we're taking the best night and so i think it beats a tiger so yep. uh i believe that memphis finally falls out of this bracket and fairly dickinson is making a run don't making look now run. <laughs> so, uh with our next matchup rusty i'm gonna let you uh dissect this one for us because um, we've already set the groundwork. We've got the crazy raging Cajuns from South Louisiana coming up from the bayou Ooh. to take on the devil himself. And I Ooh. don't know. I think this one's close. I do. You know, we all know that the devil went down to Georgia and he lost. He was looking for a soul to steal, but he lost in a fiddling contest. These Cajuns are used to the black magic. They're used to the voodoo. Uh, shout out Zap's voodoo chips, the greatest chips in the land. But these Cajuns are not afraid of a little black magic, a little voodoo, a little eeriness on the bayou. We decided it's 14 Raging Cajuns drunk on Natty Light. I'm sticking with the Raging Cajuns, man. I think that is going to be a tough out. And I think a group, a a posse of Cajuns, if you will, is going to be a problem for a Blue Devil. I agree with you, Rusty. Uh, I think that the devil is a formidable foe. He is real, and he wrecks havoc on lots of lives. I'm a Christian man, and I believe this with my whole heart. Um, However, you know, if the devil can't make it through Georgia, you think he's going to make it through South Louisiana? Absolutely. No way. (laughs) Give me the Raging Cajuns. Yeah, I agree. Raging Cajuns all day and twice on Sundays. Yeah, and you know the devil don't work on Sundays, so I guess no, we need sir. to find out when this matchup is. So, <laughs> all right, uh, our next matchup is a couple of cats. Uh, it is the Kentucky Wildcats versus the Montana State. What did you tell me they were? The, the Bobcats. 
Bobcats. Bobcats versus Wildcats. Is this going to be a uh, uh, rock, paper, scissors? All right, hold on. You get the SEC team. All right, you All get right. Kentucky. All right. All right, I'm 3-0 and in this rock, paper, scissors. All right, so, let's see uh, how it goes. Ready? <laughs> All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Porno. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Montana State Bobcats beat the Wildcat. Mm. And let's be honest, a Wildcat may just be a Bobcat. We don't really know. We're not sure on this podcast. <laughs> this is going to be the best podcast we've ever done. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, in our uh, last matchup of the round of 32 for the East region, we have the Spartans who coincidentally beat the Trojans again, again. in the first round versus the Golden Eagle. What say you, Buckets? I think it, at this point, the Golden Eagle might be running out of luck. You know, the Spartans are an elite fighting force from antiquity. He's probably got a spear and a shield. We've all seen the movie 300, and it is wildly historically accurate. And so they've got that big round shield. He's got a long spear. He can hide behind his, sheer, his shield and poke at the eagle with his spear. I, I, I don't know that this one's close, Drew. I think uh, one swoop by the eagle, and it's a wrap. I think I'm taking a Spartan here. Oh, you're going to take a Spartan. When you said one swoop by the eagle and it'll be a wrap, I thought you were going with the eagle there. No, he's got a shield and a spear that he can hide behind and just a little boop, give him a little poke, and it's just a, a little poke in the eye, you know. Yeah, I think I think a Spartan wins this one, man. I, I just don't know that it, like an eagle can defeat a cat, but I don't know that they can defeat a elite trained Spartan. Okay, um, let's see. I um. I don't have any strong thoughts, so we're going to go with Michigan State on that one. Hmm. Congratulations, you win one, only because we didn't go to rock, paper, scissors. That's right. Heard it would have been the freaking eagle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, in the Sweet 16 matchup, we have the Fairleigh Dickinson Knights versus the Raging Cajuns. Taking my Cajuns, man. 14 Cajuns, Cajuns against one night. It, that, the mods are in that favor of those wild are, Cajuns. Are we taking a Spartan over a Wildcat? Yes. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty simple. Yeah. All right. Uh, in the last matchup, before we get to our final four here, we have the Raging Cajuns versus Spartan. And let me tell you what, uh, the Raging Cajuns are meaner and mm -hmm. they have better weaponry. Yes. And so, Natty Light on their side. <laughs> yeah. And Liquid Courage. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so far in our final four, we have the Wolfpack from NC State and the Louisiana. Uh, I'm going to call them Louisiana Lafayette because that's what they are. Right. Uh, Raging Cajuns. They will always be a Louisiana directional team. I don't care how big they think they get. Yeah. Uh, the best thing they ever did was lose to Ole Miss in the Super Regionals and have their coach hired by Florida in football. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, definition matters on this next one. The one seed in the Midwest region is the Cougar from Houston mm -hmm. versus the Northern Kentucky. I know this one. Norseman. Mm, it's the Norse, this, yeah. This is the uh, the uh, Viking Army versus a Cougar. And the notable alumni from Northern Kentucky is George Clooney. Huh. Okay. Well, that doesn't make me feel any better about it, because no. if he's on the ship, I'm taking the Cougar. <laughs> cougar. <laughs> Although we know George Clooney can operate a gun. And some Cougars. <laughs> <laughs> And he, he doesn't like cougars. He likes them young. That's but. fair. He ain't Leo young. But anyway, so we've got a Viking, essentially, like a Viking versus 
a cougar. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Let's not overthink yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got another tiger. Good lord, I, the people got to get more creative. Uh, from the plains of Auburn, they've got a tiger versus a Hawkeye. Which is that a hawk or a hawk's eye? Or is that or, Hawkeye from the Avengers? Or Hawkeye from Mash? <laughs> <laughs> An army manic. <laughs> Uh, I just, I'm Googling what is a Hawkeye okay. is a native or resident of Iowa. So an Iowanian, an Iowan, if you will. Iowan. Okay. Well, an that, Iowan that against makes, a, an Eagle. I mean, nothing against the great folks of the state of Iowa, No. but it's a tiger. Yeah. And I'm assuming that this is just some fella from Dubuque versus a tiger versus <laughs> did we decide it was a, we decided it was a tiger, not a war Eagle, right? Yeah, it's a t- they're not the Auburn War Eagles. That's true. So. That's true. So, yes, the Tiger all day long. All right. I'm going to need your help on one of these. However, I don't think it's going to matter. Nope. We have an act of God <laughs> in the Miami Hurricanes <laughs> versus the Drake Bulldogs. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hurricanes. No. Yep. I mean, Give that me is literally an act of God. The only thing that can. That can beat a devil as an act of God mm. uh, or a group of, of, of angry Cajuns. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If a, if a swarm of uh, Cajuns arrive on anything, that's equivalent to an act of God. The wolf packs the damage that will be done will be equivalent to an act of God. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, in our next match, a four seed uh, plays a 13 seed, the Kent state flashes. Mm-hmm. Golden okay. flashes, if you will. Golden. Okay. So not just any colored flash, but a golden flash, uh, which uh, I guess, can we assume that's lightning or is it just a flash of light like a the flash on a camera? Well, their mascot is a bird's face with a lightning tail. Well, so we're going to assume it's lightning. Yeah, that sounds like Pikachu to me. <laughs> or Raichu, whichever one it turns into. You lost me. Okay. Versus the Indiana Hoosiers. Which is just a person from Indiana or a really crappy basketball movie. Yeah. No, that's a good basketball movie. Get out of here. Yeah. Listen, so quick side story. The folks from Pine Grove, Mississippi, the high school there here Mm -hmm. in Tippa County, went all the way to Indiana to play at Hinkle Fieldhouse, the setting of Hoosiers. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know who they played when they went there? North Pontotoc. Mm-hmm. Their neighbor just directly to the south. My brother told me about that. They drove yeah. four states to play North Pontotoc. <laughs> yeah, to play a, a divisional opponent. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Hoosiers would have never been made, that arena would have been shut down and demolished decades ago. <laughs> hey, listen, that made my top five sports movies. I love Gene Hackman in that movie. The Hoos- Hoosiers are great, but they don't stand chance. It's another act of God is lightning, man. Yeah. Although, uh, ironically, there's a dude in that movie that's been struck by lightning 94 times. I told you this. And he gets struck yeah. again, and he goes, 95! <laughs> well, then I guess that Hoosier got defeated by a strike of lightning. Yeah. Although, I don't really buy... I don't really want to give Kent State lightning. I mean, yeah. they're the flashes. It's almost like they just scare you to death. Like that heat thunder, the heat lightning that stays up in the clouds, right? Yeah. Let me tell you, we've got ourselves a matchup on our hands. Ooh, coming, yeah, coming down. Do coming down the pike mm. uh, because we have a cyclone from Iowa state versus a Panther from Pittsburgh, mm. not a bulldog from Mississippi state, a Panther 
from <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> Either way, I don't think they stand a chance against the Cyclones. <laughs> Neither one. No, the Cyclones <laughs> gonna win. Yeah. Um. And uh, the next matchup, three versus four. I'm gonna need some help with this one, Rusty. So look ahead. Have it ready for me when I lob it up to you. We've got the Xavier Musketeers, not the three Musketeers. That's a candy bar, and they've just got the one Musketeer mm-hmm. versus the Kennesaw State Owl. Scrappy the Owl, to be <laughs> exact. Their mascot is Scrappy the Owl. <laughs> okay. So I, when I think of a Musketeer, I think of a knight, but instead of a sword, they have one of those little needles like the really thin ones you know that you like oh, uh fencing like fencing, fencing needles yeah yeah that's oh, what oh. i picture oh, a musketeer to have it's really not there for for damage it's there to deflect have you, you know? never seen the three musketeers no but i've seen the three amigos <laughs> <laughs> and that's up? a great movie <laughs> like they i mean yeah, I guess you're right. They've got a little fencing sword and a and a and a little rifle here. So you're actually yeah, I'm I'm with it. What? I'm with you. They got a rifle? Uh, he's got like a little like a like a little flint pistol is what the picture shows from the movie. All right. Do you think that they could beat an owl? Pretty handled. not a huge matchup, but the winner of this matchup is going to be fed to the wolves, so to speak, because they go up against a cyclone. So who does it care? Who does it matter? So why not give it to the owls? <laughs> you want to give this one to the owls? Okay. Scrap, scrappy the owl, you get a victory here. We've been hard on owls tonight. Shout out. We're okay. going to give them a win. <laughs> All right. So we have another agricultural man in the next matchup with the Texas A&M Aggies. Fighting Texas Aggies. Versus what I believe is a fictional cat, the Nittany Lions. But still, what even is a Nittany like, <laughs> like knitting? A Nittany Lion. Yeah. Is that a real lion? You. Because it sounds to me, if it is a lion, it's like a lesser breed of lion. Is the Easter Mount, Eastern Mountain Lion mascot of the athletic teams of the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania State University. Uh, yeah, it's an Eastern Mountain Lion, so it is a mountain lion. So a mountain lion versus a man that hoes the ground and works off the land. He gets chewed up and spit out, man. All Mostly right. Because it's well, let's A&M. give Texas A&M the benefit of the doubt. What if it is Lassie? Even worse. <laughs> Nittany Lion wins. <laughs> All right. We have Ooh, a good matchup. matchup. The two seed. Mm-hmm. We have the Longhorn Bulls of Texas versus a tube of toothpaste in Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Rusty. <laughs> what is Colgate? Mint. What's the mascot? <laughs> no, it's yeah. it, the Raiders. Colgate the Raiders. Raiders. Okay, so it's not Colgate toothpaste. So I'll have to rework my thoughts here. So a Raider versus Texas. All right. So when I think of Raiders, what do I think of? First, I think of the Oakland Raiders. I think of that guy in the first row that's got his face painted black and silver yep. with the spiky pads on, or I think of Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I agree. Yeah. So th- that's my two things. Would either of them beat a Longhorn cow? I do think that the guy with the spiky, uh, the spiky shoulder pads, <laughs> the face paint, may beat him. <laughs> do you think Indiana Jones could? Uh, he's clever, but uh, he's not much of a fighter. Uh, bulls are tough, man. They're scrappy. They're wiry. I think a Longhorn might have a shot here. I think it's just an outlast kind of thing, you know, because yeah. I don't picture either of these to have guns per se. Yeah. 
to to have the distance. And so that in, levels the playing field by a lot. I'll be honest. You could give me an hour with a docile longhorn bull, and I don't think I could knock it to the ground. <laughs> no, cow tip, it ain't happening to that giant bull. <laughs> no. All right, so we're going to give that to the Longhorn from Texas. Absolutely. Uh, second round, round of 32, we have the Norseman versus the Tiger. The Northern Kentucky Norseman versus the Auburn Tiger. Oh, this is interesting, man. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think of Vikings. It's hard for me to get past it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. And I, I, think, a Viking, a, like I a, think a sh- the black pearl full of long yeah. braided blonde haired dudes. Did you Did you see the movie that came out last year called The Norseman? No, I did not. Great movie. Also, I like his chances against the Tiger. Yeah. Okay, I do too. This is all for naught because we're we're headed down to a heck of a match. We know where here. this is heading. Uh, we've got the Hurricanes versus the Flashes. Uh, my initial thoughts are you can't have a hurricane without lightning, so lightning needs the hurricane. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But which is going to do more damage in an event, a hurricane or the lightning? The hurricane. Absolutely. We still talk that. about Katrina, but I hadn't heard of a lightning bolt so bad <laughs> that it wrecks a city. Okay? That's it. My, hey, listen, oh, Papa Rock, my dad got struck by lightning in like 1988, 89, and he's still around kicking. So, Did he really? Yeah, he was in Laurel, Mississippi, got struck by lightning. Sure enough, when he's filling up his motorcycle. You know, I got this. I, I Maybe it's a trust issue, but I just don't believe anybody who said they got struck by lightning unless somebody's there to see it. <laughs> the, Daddy like, was uh, the proof. <laughs> Daddy was in the hospital, and one of his his partner called my mom and kept saying, now, Lee, he's fine. And she's like, tell me what happened. And then, he's fine. And she's like, tell me what happened. He's like, he got struck by lightning. And she was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the worst thing I've ever seen happen with a bolt to lightning was a few weeks ago when we tried to record this podcast <laughs> and a bolt to lightning struck right outside of our substation in Eastern Ripley and knocked the 6,000 people out of power. Andrew uh, said, oh. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we had everybody's power back on within the hour. So, yeah. I, I give me a hurricane. I mean, yeah. it's not even close. Absolutely. Um, again, another quick matchup. Uh, what is Kennesaw State's match, uh, mascot again? The Owls. The Owls. Let me see an owl fly through a, a cyclone. Hey, what's her name? Wrote a song about two sparrows in a hurricane trying to find their way. Tanya Tucker. Yeah, well, you know what the point of that song is. Yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible. That's fun. Thank you. I'm glad you picked that up. <laughs> um, so, I think it's it's unanimous then. Yep. Yeah, it's a cyclone. All right. And uh, the cyclone's next victim will be one of a Nittany Lion of Penn State or a Longhorn from Texas. Which one? Uh, a Nittany Lion's got teeth. I kind of I kind of go with the agility of a Nittany Lion. I think so. Cause he can they get go for the, the throat. I don't, think, yeah. I don't think that the Longhorn has that killer mentality. No. Yeah, he's so, just trying to get he's trying to get rid of the Nittany Lion so he can go back to eating, and the Nittany Lion is trying to eat the Longhorn. So give me the one that is depending on food. Right. Okay. Um, where'd I go? Okay. So, in an interesting matchup, the only thing that I think can beat an army of the sea in the Norsemen of Northern Kentucky <laughs> is a hurricane. Is the sea. <laughs> the sea itself. The sea itself. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, uh, uh, like, especially back then, they didn't have, you know, Ed Piotrowski here in Myrtle Beach or uh, whoever y'all watch over there now. Dave Matt Brown's Lopon, retired. What are you talking they, about? He's a they, national treasure, Matt Lopon, WTBA. They, there you go. You know, he didn't have those guys back then, so they would sail into the teeth of a hurricane thinking that the gods would protect them, and they didn't. <laughs> i tell you what. If I would have had the forethought to look at this, if this, if this, I think this should say a lot about the podcast. We're one with the listener. We want to be our true self. So we did not rehearse this at all. But if we did, I would have reached out to the beloved North Mississippi meteorologist, Matt Lawpon, and had him dissect this Elite Eight matchup here that we're about to get to because yeah. we know that the Cyclone's going to be the Nittany, beat a Nittany line. And so I would genuinely, like, genuinely love to know from a meteorology perspective. Would a hurricane beat a cyclone? And All that's right, where our Elite Eight matchup is. Which is worse, a hurricane or a tornado, a cyclone? Well, let's, let's brainstorm before we research, okay? Okay. First off, I don't understand. I don't think they can ever meet. Like, this is totally, this, this whole brain activity that we have here is totally in left field. This is, this is, only in our imagination, because if you think of a hurricane and a tornado, they're pretty much the exact same thing. Just one's on water. Yeah. And then one's on land. And so if a tornado a, goes on water, is it a hurricane? And if a hurricane becomes, goes on land, no. is it a tornado? That's what, no, no. A hurricane or a tornado on the water is a cyclone. So it, on what turf are we fighting this war? I think either way it doesn't matter because a hurricane is going to spawn a cyclone, but a cyclone is not going to spawn a hurricane. There's much more power in this. Okay. Like, because you think about it, like a hurricane or a, excuse me, a tornado or what, four, five, eight, ten miles, which is enough to do damage. I mean, the biggest hurricane, the biggest tornadoes are like five a, miles, a mile. Right. Almost, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to give you that much, but I'm going to say and like then Hurricane Katrina covered the entire state of Mississippi. That's true, and I think this is what decides it. Nobody names tornadoes. No, that's the other thing. And uh, a they tornado that arrives on land is a tropical storm, and then it is a you know it's a tropical depression, and then it's mm -hmm. a hurricane, and then you get on land, and it's just the worst possible mm -hmm. thunderstorm ever. Right. A tornado if it decides to fight on the hurricane's turf will just be one of those little water funnels out there a little water spout or whatever yeah it, it's not going to gain intensity over the water nope but a a hurricane does not lose intensity when it goes on land nope not for a while anyway okay well that, that was actually after we talked that through a little bit it was actually a little bit better than that went a little bit smoother than what i thought Give me, yeah but i think it's the hurricane um, okay, we're going to go down to our last region here. We've got the Western region, the Western front, the Lewis and Clark region of this. Mm. And I'm going to need some help with this first one. Uh, I'm going to say whichever, whatever you Google here will probably beat a Jayhawk from Kansas. Kind of like a Blue Jay from Creighton. I just don't have much faith in it. So what is a Howard? A Bison. A Bison. Okay, so you've got the ultimate Midwestern, Western candidate here yeah you've you've got the boar i mean even the, though, the bison even though howard is in washington dc and nothing to do with the midwest yeah 
I agree with you. But Bison is a cool mascot. Great mascot. Big fan. That North Dakota State Bison Big fan. is one of the top five mascots. And we, that's a good draft we should do for the Two Buck Sports Podcast one day. Draft mascots, mascots. that we like. Not necessarily win in a fight, but... Just ones we like. Just ones we like. Yeah. The real... Not the team nickname, but the mascot. Like, I, I love the Rebels, but I ain't never picking no dang land shark. <laughs> Not that, that that thing, I don't know if you've noticed or not, that guy is dead somewhere. He has not made an appearance in like two years. Nope. Um, so, uh, I think a bison wins. I think a bison tramples a Jayhawk and yeah, not even close. I just picture a little bitty bluebird. Yep. Um, all right. So uh, next we've got a Razorback, which I'm going to say sounds pretty scary. A wild boar. Versus the Fighting Illini, which I believe is a tribe of Indians. That settled the Illinois region. So we've got an Indian against Razorbacks. And we've been eating barbecue for centuries, man. Yeah. Uh, those Illini ate pigs. I know that for mm-hmm. sure. So here we go. It it has been decided. Um, then we have in our next matchup a 5-12 matchup between the Virginia Commonwealth Rams. Rams, that's right. Versus the Gales of St. Mary's. Can you tell yeah. me what a Gale is real quick before I make up my mind? Are we talking another about another man a, of the cloth? I think so. Or are we talking about like a Gale Force win? It's spelled more like a man of the cloth of the G A E. I think it's more like old English Gale. And here's uh, the thing. Did we've you got Google two, it? we've got two Gales in this bracket, just FYI, but no, I did not. Okay. We've got two Gales? Oh, there's another one coming up in our next matchup. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to try to think ahead. but uh, Yeah, one thing so, at a time here. <laughs> yeah, so what what is what have we decided a Gale is? A man of the cloth. Okay, uh, so that's pretty simple. We're going to go with a Ram, right? Yep, uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. He just headbutts him into oblivion. Yeah, I remember an old story from the Old Ooh, Testament. Hold on. Which a man of the cloth named... Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Abraham mm-hmm. was going to sacrifice his son Isaac, and a ram was found in the bushes. Hang and on. what happened to that ram? Oh, he got slaughtered in place of Isaac. Absolutely. So, I think that the man of the cloth wins this one. Drew, we've got, a, we've got a mistake, though. Oh no, don't tell me that Moses is not a gale. No, but you know who is a Gale? What? William Wallace from Braveheart. Oh, that does change things. He's not a man of the cloth. Let me tell you that. No, because it says the Gaelic-speaking peoples inhabiting Ireland, Scotland, and the Isle of Man. The Romans never invaded. Yeah, the Romans never invaded Ireland. The Gales remain isolated as a warring tribe. So, dude, like... It's well, either way, lost. I think I'm right. Yeah. Whether it's Moses or Mel Gibson, <laughs> <laughs> we we are going to go with the Gales over the Rams. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the next round, we've got a 4-13 matchup between the Huskies of the University of Connecticut. Versus Rick Patino and the Iowa... Uh, the I- Iona... Gales. Gales. Oh my goodness, we could have a Gales matchup. All right. Well, William, 
All right, let's set this straight. Uh, since we were mistaken the first time, and we corrected ourselves, mm-hmm. the Gales of St. Mary's are William Wallace. Yep. The Gales of Iona are man of the are is Moses. <laughs> Against a husky dog. Yeah. Uh, and if a, I don't know, Rusty, what do you think? <sighs> man is. I'm not going to kill Abraham. So let's say it's William Wallace. Yeah, I mean, and and and, but man has been taming dogs for centuries now. Yeah, that's true. At you, at one time you had a husky. No, you had an Australian German shepherd. German shepherd, mm-hmm. which is is like a brown husky. husky. My, cousin Jim, my cousin Jim has a husky named Jedi, and he's just like he's mouthy, but he's harmless. Okay, so we're going to go with the Gales on this yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. We're going to have a Gales on Gales matchup. <laughs> Two Gales. Uh, <laughs> the next one, this is one of the most entertaining ones. You may want to get a score on the next one. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a play-in game. It's uh, happening right it, now. It, this could change everything. Yeah. Okay. We have the Horn Frogs from TCU, which, let's be honest, won't put up much of a fight. Are they going to be fighting the Sun Devils of Arizona State or the Wolfpack of Nevada? Hmm, let's see. ESPN's being slow. Pulling it right now. All right, so right now as they're playing. Arizona State is killing Nevada by 23 points. So we don't even have a wolf pack to worry about on this side. Yeah. Uh, 14-21 left to go in the second half. The Arizona State Sun Devils are beating the Nevada Wolf Pack 64-41 to by 23 points. So, Barring uh, a major for the sake comeback. of posterity, I'm sorry if there's a huge comeback. But we're going to assume these are the Sun Devils. Yep. Okay. So the Sun Devils of Arizona State versus a horned frog. A horny toad. Is this even a matchup? It'll be like the national championship game 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the line from Oh Brother Where Art Thou? We thought you was a toad. <laughs> what? <Okay. laughs> uh, then we've got the Bulldogs from Gonzaga versus the Grand Canyon. It's It doesn't even need a mascot. <laughs> no, it is the Grand Canyon. <laughs> he fights oh. the Grand Canyon. Antelopes. <laughs> oh, that changes everything drastically. Yeah. I mean, that's not even that's not even a matchup. No. What? It is a bulldog, though. I mean, I, those I still, things may look mean, but eh, an antelope is like a deer. But a, a bulldog is like a house pet. <laughs> I think the antelope could outrun the bulldog, but I think if it came down to an actual scrap, I think I'm still taking the dog. No. You mean... Just, I don't know that the bulldog can reach the neck of the animal. <laughs> he probably get tired trying. Yeah. My uh, uh, my brother and sister-in-law have a bulldog named Rosie Wrinkles, and all she does is fart and run away from me when I come over. So. All right. So what are you locking in here? Are are you are you bullish on the bulldog? <clears throat> nah. Give me the antelopes. Uh, just at least the antelope has horns. I mean, yeah, and can stomp on the Cork, bulldog. Corkscrew horns, but horns yeah. nonetheless. I guess so. All right, so we've got another Wildcat from uh, outside of Chicago at Northwestern University, the Bulldogs, versus a Boise State Bronco. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy? I think so. All right, the Boise State Bronco beats, wait, oh, Northwestern Wildcats, right? 
Like, yeah, we decided that was a bobcat, and I think a bronco would stomp a mud hole in a in a bobcat. Because yeah. this is a wild horse, not a tame horse. No, this is a wild horse. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> this is one kind of relative to you. Uh, we've got the Bruins from UCLA, which is a. Bear. I don't know. A, it's a bear. It is. I mean, their mascot is a bear, but what is a Bruin? A bear. It's another word for a bear. Okay, bear versus the UNC Asheville. Are they the Skyhawks or the what UNC are they? Wilmington? The UNC uh, Asheville is once again the Bulldogs. Oh, I'm sick of the Bulldogs. I'm going. I'm going with Bear just because I'm. Yeah, sick I mean, of- a bear would wipe the floor. The only thing a bear might not defeat is a gale. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Revenant? <laughs> All, right. All right, so we have another matchup as old as time. We have the <laughs> Finding Illini, the Indian tribe from Illinois versus a bison. <laughs> and they, the Indian are on the warpath. I think yeah. they take out the bison here. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way of life for an Indian, right? It is. That's it. They eat, they eat them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you ready for rock, paper, scissors? Because we've got the Gales versus the Gales. I'll be honest with you, Rusty. If you told me we had two Wildcats, which we've had, mm-hmm. if you told me we had two Bulldogs, I would have never in a million years <laughs> thought we'd have had Gales versus Gales. No. Gale on Gale <laughs> crime here, man. All right. You get Rick Patino because you're sleazy. Uh, I'll take St. Mary's. <laughs> My team just didn't hire uh, Chris Beard, so that's all I'm saying. I didn't say me. I said you. That's what I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't say Mississippi State. <laughs> so, all right. Anyways, I digress, but you're still Rick Patino and the Iona Gales. All right. <laughs> all right. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> over five. It's unbelievable. It's like my football picks all over again. Oh, my goodness. Don't bet on Rusty for anything. Apparently not. All right. We have a Sun Devil versus an Antelope next. Yeah, we cool. We cool with just passing that one along. Yeah. Okay. And we have a Boise State Bronco versus a bear, a a Bruin. There's a there is a there is a fight a Bruin. Let me tell you. Yeah. Because like a Bronco is 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 gonna be tough to take down for a bear, but then again, like it's a freaking bear, man. Like. Just a brute strength of a bear. I'm I'm going bear. I'm be honest with you. I think that's the wise choice. Okay, uh, we have a Gale versus a Fighting Illini. So we, ha- I'll be honest with you, Ooh. I don't think matchup. any any group of people in their time could have beaten the troop led by Sir William Wallace. You're not wrong. I think that those people were fighting for a purpose, and. I'm not saying that the Illini don't have a reason to fight because obviously they do just as much as anybody else. Yeah. But I've seen the movie. (laughs) I haven't seen a movie about the fighting Illini to show me their strength in warfare. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, the Gales and hope that you haven't lied to me about what a Gale is. Cause I'm picturing William Wallace. As long as, uh, you don't have somebody backstabbing or, or going behind William Wallace's back to turn him over to the Atlanta. I think I like William Wallace's chances for sure. Give me a Gale. Yeah, I mean, everybody's always susceptible to, uh, to being stabbed in the back. Humans, 
mm-hmm. you know, as a breed, like to do that. But I'm I tend to trust William Wallace because I've seen the historical footage in the movie Braveheart. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean it's accurate, wildly accurate. So, uh, next we have a Sun Devil versus a Bruin. Ooh, it's again another tale as old as time. You got an ancient yeah. Native American I mean, against a bear. No, a Sun Devil. Oh, that's right. Sun Devil. Did we determine like he's a mythical, kind of like the blue devil? It's a Sun Devil. I'll be honest with you. If you just look at the mascot, the Sun Devil looks scarier than the blue devil. He does. Um, And fortunately for the Sun Devil, it doesn't have to run into a bunch of Cajuns. That's right. <laughs> it's just one bear. Yeah. It, no, it's just one way, army of Scottishmen. Wait, Come on, you're falling behind. Arizona the State Sun- is... Yeah, but you're the right. Sun, the Sun Devil is playing the uh, the Gales at this point. That's right. Apologies. I did. I fell. I fell one behind. Yes. Yeah. Uh. So so the scrappy bunch of Scottishmen. Mm-hmm. Does a scrappy bunch of Scottishmen beat the devil that resides in the sun? I think I think like the scrappy bunch of Scottishmen are like the ancient raging Cajuns. Drunk off of scotch, <laughs> mad at the world, looking for a scrap. Give me the fighting William Wallace's. They took they took one last pull off of that ram that that ram stein filled with ale, yeah. and they just went to war with the devil. And they, won. they lifted their kilts, they shook their butts at him, just like in Braveheart, <laughs> and took off. <laughs> okay, uh, I like that because I'm never going to root for the devil. No, okay. absolutely. We're good Christian men here. <laughs> okay, Rusty, the moment we have all been waiting for. We've made it to the final four. It's the final countdown. We have not gone far enough in this podcast to where we can afford sound effects, so this is what you get. <laughs> this is what you get. Yeah. Uh, in the south slash east, east region, the south champs were the NC State Wolfpack. A pack of 14 wild wolves, but they face a pack of equally lethal beings, and those are fellows from South Louisiana in the Raging Cajuns. So, Rusty, um, what say you? Again, a, a tale as old as time. We got 14 wolves against 14 drunk, age, angry Cajuns who can't understand each other whatsoever, but they can form a cohesive fighting group. Men have been taming dogs for the eons now, using them for travel, for defense, for companionship. As, as powerful as the wolf pack has been up to this point, call me biased, man, but I'm leaning towards an angry bunch of Cajun, Cajuns. Yeah, I mean, don't Cajuns eat any living creature? I mean, they'll eat anything that comes out of swamp. If I told you, if you go down to, uh, let's say, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Broussard, Louisiana, Boudreaux, Louisiana, <laughs> down in, uh, Beaurat Parish. And they served you a cup of their finest gumbo. Would you rule out the fact that there's a little bit of wild wild wolf in that? Not whatsoever. I think those people eat gator. They'll eat wolf. They'll eat chicken. They'll eat cat. They'll eat frog. I just, I believe, 
how many raging Cajuns are we getting? You said 14 earlier, just like 14 wolves. Then it's a no-brainer. It's the Cajuns all day. Because it's not – these Cajuns, don't sell them short. They're not dumb people. No. They're resources. This is going to be um, – let me think of a a good analogy here. Have you seen the movie where uh, – I can't think of it. But you know you've seen a movie where you, you know you've got the uh, the domineering force, but you've got to be a little bit scrappy, a little bit smart to get through. Some mighty ducks. Some mighty ducks. It's it's the little giants. You know you can't beat them going punch for punch. You can't no. go bite for bite with a wolf, but you can pull the annexation of Puerto Rico in the fact of traps or holes with sticks over them. Yep. Uh, they will. It corner, can be done. They will trap, claw, and do whatever they've got to do to beat yep. non-humans. I don't. Yep. I don't put a group of Cajuns at as an underdog versus anything that's subhuman. Right. Okay. Yeah, We're I agree. Go with raging raging Cajuns. Cajuns. Absolutely. Um. In what was a Cinderella story for the Gales? Do they beat the gale force winds of a hurricane? <laughs> Absolutely not. Man. <laughs> William Wallace can do whatever he wants, but he ain't stopping Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, that that hurricane mm-hmm. will suck him up and throw him into northern uh, Wales. <laughs> so, um, so we have a final matchup. Mm. We have. Oh, this is sad. This is real sad. This takes me back to 2005. We didn't see this coming. <laughs> we, we did not see this coming at all. Oh, this this whole draft has been funny when you see history play out in front of itself. Oh, but good Lord. We have a bunch of Cajuns versus Hurricanes. I don't know if we can bust this. This was not planned. Oh my goodness! I remember when I where I was as a thirteen year old son in. Oh man! When Hurricane Katrina hit and broke the dams in New Orleans, it was a sad day for all. But Rusty, I mean, if we're being true to our listeners, <laughs> we know how it ends. But it didn't kill all the Cajuns. Oh my goodness! You're it right. Didn't kill- and who's the first people they call after a hurricane? The Cajun Navy to come the help Cajun bail you Navy. out. It's just like the Crimson Tide. It didn't kill all the Islanders. This hurricane ain't killing all the Cajuns. It may kill 10. It may kill 11 of them. But if there's three Cajuns standing, they won. You better believe every member of that Cajun Navy has duct taped themselves to a tree and said, <laughs> if you're coming, you're taking a tree with me, brother. So give me the Cajuns. There is a story of resurrection here. This all everything ends well, and we did not plan to have a matchup between a bunch of Cajuns and a hurricane. But let me tell you what: there are still Cajuns on this world who have weathered the storm and come out victorious. 
And just like they did in 2005, they will do it today in 2023 I mean, with our champions being the Louisiana Lafayette Rage and Cajuns. If the if if the Saints can win the Super Bowl the next year after Katrina, then the Hurricane has no shot against a bunch of angry Cajuns. We all knew that the Rage and Cajuns could, you know. It's like MacGruber. You can find your way out of anything. MacGruber. <laughs> I couldn't have scripted this any better. This is great. Oh my goodness. We had we had the Spartans versus the Trojans. We had the, Gales versus Gales. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Rusty. This, <sighs> I hope people listen to this. I do. This is a good one, man. I like this couldn't have worked out any better. And not to mention that it's eleven o'clock on the East Coast. I'm delirious Ooh. a bit. Like, this is great. <laughs> Boy, that's beautiful. All right, Rusty. Ooh. That went about as good as we could do. Um, score, do you have a prediction? Congratulations to the Raging Cajuns. Is all I oh, got, man. We're just going to put 100 or nothing because Hurricane Katrina ain't here, but the Cajuns still are. Cajuns still are. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, what a draft. Epic. What a draft. Epic. Whew. All right, Rusty, you got anything you want to add? I think we just have to let this settle. Let, it, we got to we got to put this out and let it marinate with folks. <laughs> what can we say, man? It's just worked out. Oh, <laughs> uh, the people from South Louisiana always always come through. I hope our Louisiana listeners appreciate the fact that we chose them and all their resiliency and all their drunkenness and all their anger to defeat yet another hurricane. Shout out to our beloved brothers and sisters south to our great state. Yeah. Uh, man, that could not that could not have went any better. <laughs> okay. Well, right. uh, real quick, you want to tell me who you got as a champion here for your personal draft? <sighs> do we do that? Are we doing that? Just tell me the winner. So... Uh, you sent me a screenshot earlier. I already know. Alabama. I think Alabama's tough, man. They're playing good basketball right, right now. They're hot. Um, I have them uh, play at my final. I give, I even give you my final four since this will okay. air after it's already going, and then you can give me yours. But my yeah. final four are, let me pull it up, uh, the University of Alabama facing off against Marquette. Ooh. And in the Midwest and West, I got the Texas Longhorns who defeat Kansas for the third time facing off against the Yukon Huskies. Oh, wow. Okay. Went out there. That's uh, that's my little out there. You know, I've yeah. got one one seed, two two seeds, and a four seed. Um, I have Alabama versus Duke mm-hmm. uh, and Houston versus Kansas. Yep. And I have Alabama beating Kansas in the final. Because it's impossible to repeat. Yep, absolutely. And I've, I, yeah, I've got them in another bracket. I picked Kansas in the in the finals. I've got uh, my elite eight. I did have Duke playing Marquette and Houston playing Texas. I think Duke is one of those teams that's getting hot at the right time as well. But uh, it's going to be tough to beat Alabama. They're they're a good basketball team. Okay, we need to end this. That I. I, I don't want to sully just a perfect podcast that we've had so far. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Shout out Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Yeah. Done about it, JoJo. Done about it, JoJo. That was my Ed Ogeron impersonation. Judum, Judum, Elizabeth, Judum. 
Uh, give me a uh, Willie Robertson impression just to round out this South Louisiana episode of the Two Bucks Sports oh, Podcast. Gosh. <laughs> that might be above my pay grade. Although, I do quote Jace all the time when I say, if you don't know what you're doing, it's best to do it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect way to end. If you Absolutely. don't know what you're doing, do it quickly. Y'all have See a good night. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. This has been way too much fun, and we will see you again on Wednesday. See you next week, guys. Happy March Madness.